We don't know what happened to Jesse's girl, and it's impossible to get Tommy Two-Tone's Jenny on the phone. But we do know what happened to the subject of the Knack's breakout hit single. She's a successful L.A. realtor, and she probably has a working phone number. But back in 1977, she was just a 17-year-old girl working at a clothing store. When then-25-year-old Doug Feger, frontman for the Knack, saw her there, he was instantly smitten. Quote, It was like getting hit in the head with a baseball bat. I fell in love with her instantly, and when that happened, it sparked something, and I started writing a lot of songs feverishly in a short amount of time, said Feger. The band's debut single is one of those songs. Released in 1979, Feger claims it took 15 minutes to write the song and another 15 minutes to edit it. The song faced pushback upon release due to suggestive lyrics, but that didn't stop the single from reaching gold status in record time and spending six weeks atop the Billboard Hot 100, earning the number one spot on Billboard's Top Pop Singles list for 1979 at the end of the year as well. The song lives on in pop culture today, though Figure's relationship with the subject of the song lasted only four years. They remained good friends to the end, though, with the mysterious L.A. realtor regularly visiting Figure in his final days as he battled cancer. Quote, From the time Doug and I first met, both of our lives changed forever. It's very rare for two people to have such an impact on each other. The bond we shared is something that I will treasure as long as I live. He will always have a special place in my heart, said Sharona Alperin. That's right, we're talking My Sharona by The Knack on Cover Me. That's right, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that compares famous songs to their many cover versions to find out which one is just a game in my mind, Sharona. I'm your host as always, The Snake, joined by my dirty-minded co-host. Alex Mildenberger. Alex Mildenberger, you sick fuck. How are you? Um, sick? No, I'm not sick. I'm feeling good. Good. Feeling good. good. Getting ready. I mean, in in the present, I'm getting ready for Halloween, but we already recorded our Halloween episode, so... That's like- right. Our spooktacular is over, Alex. It's November. Yeah. We have war on the mind. November, yeah, we're think- we're remembering. We're I'm remembering remember. something, something violent. Yes. And in the distant past, well, distant, not distant past, but you know, the past yeah. and the present. In it would many be ways. Interesting to remember something from the future, Alex. To to kind of hit the slant Gotta on a Mitch Hedberg joke. Yeah, Mitch Hedberg joke is exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> Um, Alex, you're doing good. The weather's fine. Wish you were beautiful. When the weather's here, wish you were beautiful. I think I've done this joke twice and done that same thing. Um, great, Alex. Alex, we're talking about my Sharona this week. Yeah, we are. What a thing. <laughs> Usually we have like a deep, or at least some reason, like some like quality. We're like, wow, this recently came up on the news. Yeah, or, or something just, happened, we or just, we had a song we've been thinking of, but yeah, this was... We just heard this. We're like, we could do this. I mean, we were in the same room together, which doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. And just listening to music randomly. Yes. And this one came on. We're like, let's do this song. Let's do this song. So here we are. Doing, doing this my song. Sharona. Yeah. Um, uh, I, Alex, you, you a big fan of The Knack? Is anyone a big fan of The Knack specifically? Like, I'm no, no shade to The Knack. But they weren't, like, the most successful, other than this song was very successful. This song, and then in Canada, their follow-up single, Good Girls Don't, was number one. Okay. So I guess they did have some other hits, but they weren't, so, yeah, not they didn't even last a very long. Wonder, but they didn't last long, and this is really the only song anybody remembers. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I brought it up with my parents, and so, like, my mom said she remembers dancing to this song. It came out in 1979, which was, like, That's right. she was in high school. So it was Damn. very popular. 
I can't believe I've said 1979 twice and I haven't done a Billy, Billy Corgan voice. I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry, folks. I've let everyone down. 1979. Do you think your mom knew Billy Corgan? Don't answer that. Obviously, she didn't. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, this song for me was always like one I was loosely aware of. I knew the chorus, or rather, him saying My Sharona, even more so than the chorus. And I knew people being like, What is this Sharona? Ha ha ha. It's a Jewish name, you anti Semites. <laughs> <laughs> it's a name. Yeah. Um, this is. So, I think I told this story before, but uh, mm-hmm. years ago, uh, when I was young and my brother was even younger, because we have, uh, you know, he's younger than me, um, we had a moment where, like, someone was humming the, the Jeopardy, like, waiting theme, you know? Uh, yes. Which we actually have an episode about, if anyone wants to check that check out. That out. Um, and he was like, oh, how'd you know that tune? I, I made it up. And we were like, uh, hang hang on. <laughs> That's not quite right. Um, this song was kind of that for me. I never really believed I made it up, but I had mm-hmm. I had the tune to it in my head, but couldn't place it. And it was doing right. da, 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 and like for a long time when I was pretty young. So I kind of like did stuff to the tune without really realizing what it was. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, I, yeah, sometimes I do that even as a, a grown man, and I'm like, maybe this is something. I'm like, well, just hold on to it. Keep running in your head, because you're going to find out you're a fraud pretty quick, and <laughs> most times. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's this song I was listening to last week, right. or, oh, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's Fleetwood Mac, or whatever. Yeah, and it's like, ah, oh, fuck. Here uh, I thought it was Fleetwood Mac for yeah. a second. Well, there is a song. There's a song I've been trying to find for a while. Um... I swear it's in rock band, but I, I can't. Oh, I do recall. I got this. a bit stuck. Yeah, I, I, I had it stuck in my head like a long time ago. By which mm-hmm. I mean maybe like a year to a year and a half ago, and then spent some time trying to figure out what it was. No one could recognize it. I couldn't figure out what it was, and then like forgot it. Right. And couldn't even remember what the the tune I had in my head was. And then I was singing something the other day, so it's it's back. It came back. I recorded it this time. Like, I recorded okay. myself singing the bit that I remember, but I haven't found it yet. And I'm not going to sing it on here, because... Okay. But, uh, it, it's... I'm, I'm working on it. I'll find it one day. Just put it... Make a Reddit post for it. See if, see if those internet people that can They it out. usually can, can't they? Yeah. Yeah. And if they can't, buddy, you gotta yeah, hit song on it. I'll crowdsource it. <laughs> yeah. It's not... It's like a single line. Hey. But that's something. Sometimes that's, that's all it how, takes. I mean, what, what did this song take? He was into some, some girl... He saw? He's into a 17-year-old and he was 25. Yeah. Which, uh... <laughs> Classic love story. I mean, from the 70s, yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. And the thing is, he didn't date her until she was 18, so, like, still not good, but, like... Yeah, there's better. a lot worse stories of, like, rock and roll stars and underage girls, I think. I'm not... I think so. Again, not necessarily ideal, but... Mm-hmm. It sounds like uh, just based on you know perusing the the story, could have been worse. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why I closed the intro with that quote from Sharona. Yeah, because it's like we had a great relationship, and I'm like, okay, well, let's put that in there because I mean, we can judge and should judge because it is fucked up. But yeah, 
that's not like the biggest age gap either. Like if mm. he was thirty, that would be pretty fucked up. Yeah, or if he was like fifty. But I mean, and, and and yeah, there's content. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't, it's. <laughs> I don't want to draw a hard line. Uh, necessarily, but also, um, yeah, generally not something that is very, very good to do. Yeah. And so this song came under a lot of flack for its lyrics, which we're going to get into in a second. Yeah. Um, and then later in the early 2000s, I believe, or late 90s, when did the iPod come out? Early 2000s, right? Yeah, it would have been 2000s. Because uh, George W. Bush had this song on his iPod. <laughs> and so it kind of like came back into the light and I'm going to use this as our segue here. They then interviewed Figer and he was like, you know, the song is about a 17 year old girl. Sure. He's like, but it was written from the perspective of a 14 year old boy. True. That's which I don't believe, but that's yeah. his, uh... that does make it make more sense in some okay. ways or, or at in least some ways feel in more other justified. Ways it doesn't, but yeah. Let's get into it. Let's let's dive into these lyrics and see what we can make of it. So we open with verse yeah. one. Ooh, my little pretty one, pretty one. When you gonna give me some time, Sharona? Ooh, you make my motor run, my motor run. Gun it up, coming off of the line, Sharona. Yeah, he's uh, he's attracted to this person. I don't know what else to say. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, you make my run. Gun it coming. So since there is like some sexual stuff in here, Alex, do you think gun it coming off the line is like pre-jack? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, you're right. You're right. I, I, I brushed over it, but there's a lot of metaphor going on. Metaphor is doing a lot of yeah. work here. You know, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, literally talking about turning on a motor, um, yeah. and then the idea of starting a race, um. Quickly, I guess, because Gunnet is like go fast, right? Yeah. So it might also be like again. The context is that he like saw her and was like, "Ooh, love at first sight." Like, oh my damn, god, can't hide this erection. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's <laughs> that's the kind of hey, vibe. We're not he's supposed to talk off. about my boner until later in the episode. <laughs> okay, right? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it. Yeah, under yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> As you generally should with a boner. Um, yeah. So is it like? Is it supposed to be like gonna coming off the line? Are we immediately jumping in the sexual, or is he just like I want to advance this relationship immediately? I've just seen you, and let's, and it's love at first going, sight, you know? but it's maybe it's lust at first, at first sight. sight. Just, yeah, yeah, more likely, but you know, we as people love to confuse the two. Yeah, so we're we're dumb. We're I'm not, not gonna smart. stop. Uh, yeah, I'm what? Gonna oh, stop it's being just dumb. lust. What? Come on. Smart enough um, for that. Also, but he calls her my little pretty one, and little to me. I mean, I guess fourteen-year-olds can be tall and lanky, but seventeen. But yeah, but he. This is oh right, from he's fourteen. Of a fourteen. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He is. Yeah, so it is weird because he is t- even in like in the chorus. There's talking about the younger kind. He he would the younger because obviously she's not uh, younger than him if he's fourteen hypothetically. Yeah. So yeah, it does feel like a cop out. Yeah, it does hit him like, no, it's okay. They're Although it's also children. maybe indicative of him like, yeah, maybe it wasn't the best thing. That yeah, maybe him like backtracking. Like, well, yeah, yeah. What if it was from a 14-year-old's perspective? It's like, well, now you're writing a song about two children dying, trying to fuck. Is yeah. that better, Doug? Better? <laughs> I don't know. But first verse, yeah, Sharona, you excite me to no yeah. ends. 
Chorus, never going to stop. Give it up. Such a dirty mind. I always get it up for the touch of the younger kind. My, my, I, I, woo. My Sharona. Yeah. Now we're talking about erections. Now we're talking about boners. Such a dirty mind. I, yeah, so let's talk. I always get it up for the touch of the younger kind. Obviously, he's talking about, so that, like, that's, because he's talking about getting touch from younger women. Yes. Is, I really think, the only read, unless, no, unless we're just talking about, like, sex being a young man's game. Is that, like, the other kind of... <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't, didn't really get that out of it. I mean, knowing the story literally, um, that it makes sense, you know? That's what he's talking about. Um, and we've kind of talked about this before, mm-hmm. and even earlier in this episode, like... In the 70s, there was this, like, uh, or, or I don't know how long it lasted for, but you definitely get it from rock and roll in the 70s, and maybe it comes sure. from, like, 50s references or whatever. And but, now YouTube streamers these days. Yeah. But, like, this idea of, like, uh, you are, like, an adult, but for whatever reason, it's positive that you are able to seduce, like, teenagers. Right. And it's, like, it's, it's strange, and I don't necessarily know where it came from, but you, you see it. In stuff like even, and I think I've brought this up before, but probably not for a long time. Uh, it was a an old uh, live Springsteen show, Bruce Springsteen, right. and um, the E Street Band in like the seventies. And he's like, "Man, I'm like just want to." What does he say? He's like something about like dedicating the song to his girlfriend. He's like, "She's just seventeen. She's at home because she got to go to school in the morning or something like that." I'm like, that's, you know, <laughs> like nowadays, we uh, acknowledge, rightfully, that uh, that's kind of a messed up thing to say, to like brag about. Like, she's so <laughs> yeah. young and also in school. I have a child at home. And like... Bruce, no! Yeah, and I, I again, like, like I said, I don't want to like draw a hard line because I don't necessarily think... If he was like 22 at the time or something, and it's like, yeah, whatever. That's not that far apart. Right. But also, yeah, it just sounds weird from a modern perspective to just to, to phrase it that way. It's that's insane. It's and I just think just given what we know about like the developmental process, you're right. Like young twenties is still young. But yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, man. That's just... yeah. As someone who is who is nearing thirty, yeah, I would definitely at my age not uh really consider that to be uh dating someone who's who's like under 20 for example yeah that's that's even my question younger even 20s tw- potentially yeah. depending like hypothetically if yeah like credit and i were to break up like i don't know if i could go under like 26 yeah and i guess everyone has a range but yeah that that seems like uh, excessive to me uh, yeah, it's just a that's a big gap. That's a big gap to cross. Um, but anyway, I feel like we're getting we're getting mired in some of the details. We're often, but yeah, I, like I don't think we're gonna crack this case. I just want no. people to know that we are aware. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. The, <laughs> the, yeah, um, and it, we, I don't think I don't think either of us necessarily approves of it. But also at the same time, the song fucking bangs. So it's yeah, tough to, yeah. It's tough I guess to there's the like, two sides of it. Knowing it. the story, it's like yeah, okay. There's some achiness in this song, but. Mm-hmm. Taking the song and it's by its own merits, like yeah, this is catchy and like it fits in with this like f- pretty sexual uh, rock and roll attitude, you know? Yeah, for sure. And like that's cool. 
I'm down. I'm down with that. Yeah. And from the ages of 14 onwards, I was always thinking about sex anyway. So this could be a 14-year-old. This could be a a 25-year-old. Some of the phrasing is weird. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the touch of the younger kind is, and like, he, like if she was older, if she was in her twenties, and he's like thirty or whatever, or forty, still a little gross, but at least we're all in the very clear adult zone. Like, yeah, we definitely, and like I keep talking about this hard line. If she was a couple months older, no one would be saying anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, or as much, it would still be a little weird. But you know, that's the point where you you yeah, tend to I stop like- saying, which is a little weird, but also, yeah. Maybe there's a cultural shift, you know, the same way we moved from boobs to butts. Maybe we, we moved from, from young women to, to MILFs, right? We, to cougars. We, we <laughs> I, I, I like, like to think there's a few well. ticks in between uh, those points in the graph, but uh, yeah, no, maybe Alex, we're, we're shifting. We're shifting that way. <laughs> like Billy Joel, we or always ma- go to like, extremes. <laughs> this is the other thing, and I've, thought, I've wondered this. Is it a cultural shift, or are we just getting older and shifting our own? preferences right is it is it us because we are getting older older so we certainly were like hey these people aren't as old as i thought when i was 16 like yeah anyway am i getting too introspective for the song my sharona probably probably these are the thoughts we get from my sharona but the fact is the song it doesn't have that much to it some some metaphor around too deep though have you seen the genius annotation for my 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 i i woo (laughs) no it, it reads anun. Sounds like gibberish, Whoa, but it is a possible adulteration Jewish. of the famous Jewish exclamation oy vey, which is equivalent to the gentle my oh my. Understandable since Figur was only half Jewish. Probably a normal reaction of many listeners to the song's subject. Um, bit of a reach. He's Jewish. Yeah. He's part Jewish, sure, and so Sharona is also Jewish. Right. I, I do think that's a bit of a reach. Yeah. That's a bit of a reach. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> I didn't read that. No. Um, so yeah, he gets it up, man. For the touch he of the younger kind, he likes he likes younger women. He likes younger women, unless he's a fourteen year old, in which case he just in which case he likes sl- slightly older. I mean, fourteen seventeen to me seems like far apart. Yeah, well, that's but, like the the difference of you're hitting puberty there, right? There's or it did at the time. Leaps if, and I bounds. Guess if I saw a fourteen year old, seventeen year old, be like, who brought these one kids? of them's gonna who have brought these kids around me? Get them dirtier mustache than the other one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's the chorus, except the for chorus. There's the my, I, I, which I think is just sounds like they're saying yeah, my, and like, then they're repeating the vowel sounds. This is just like a party rock yeah. anthem. Like it's, it's there for everybody to be like, yeah, noises. Yeah. And, uh, another verse. Or is it meant to mimic oh. an orgasm? Alex, final take on it. It's, it's, um, it's all about Judaism. It's all about Judaism. It's a, it's about a boy's becoming a man's. I don't know why I pluralized it, but that's how it is. A boys. Verse two, come a little closer, huh? Uh, will ya, huh? Close enough to look in my eyes, Sharona. Oh, verse two, I'm getting ahead of my, sorry. Keeping it a mystery gets to me, running down the length of my thighs, Sharona. Oh, are we talking about so, masturbation? Now? Yeah, are we talking about jizz running down his I leg, or are we talking so, well, about hands come, like, run, like, like, seductively running along his legs? Hmm. Interesting. Let's think. So, close enough to look in my eyes. So, are they physically close together? So, imagining them close together. I feel like we could go either way here. And uh, keeping it a mystery suggests to me that, like, I guess everyone is wearing clothes. Or, like, it's not 100%. Like, they're not just, like, having sex. 
Yeah, we're, this reads as foreplay, I think. Yeah, or I, I again, it's 79, so it's like playing hard to get. Right, of course. Or whatever. And also, yeah. uh, like, imagined foreplay, because we get to the next verse, and he talks about whether this is all in his head or not. Yeah, but something's running down the length of his thighs. Is it pissed? Did he pee himself? He peed he's himself, scared. yeah, he's scared. <laughs> This is our spooky Halloween episode. Uh, <laughs> Sharona. Um, what's the answer to these questions? It's kind of vague, you know? Yeah. This is just like, because there are three verses, this is just kind of like, I hate to use the phrase, rising action. Rising, <laughs> are, yeah. Like a boner. Uh, hey. But, uh, and then it's like, intense, it's yeah. a, it doesn't really matter, I guess. Like, it's intensifying, uh, whether it's in his head or not. I don't yeah. think it, it matters. Um, and he's pre-coming. He's pre-ejaculating. I, I think so. I think it's just more of him getting excited. I think yeah. it's, I do think it's in his mind, personally. Right, and because his, his dick is in his pants, like, it's not going upwards. It starts running down the leg while he gets this boner. Yeah, so there's several possible uh, interpretations of that line. Yeah. Uh, Things are heating up, though. All of them are pretty That's horny. really what it comes down to. Come closer, look me in the eyes. Ooh, the mystery of it gets to me. Gets to um, me. Chorus, always get a boner for young women. Bridge, first three. When are you going to give to me? Give to me. Is it just a matter of time, Sharona? Is it just destiny? Destiny? Or is it just a game in my mind, Sharona? He's questioning the relationship. Or if there isn't one, because maybe, he, maybe he's just seen her. Yeah. That's kind of my impression. He's just seen her. And he's like, is this going to happen? Or maybe they're talking. And he's like, he's wondering the same thing, I guess. Yeah, he's kind of like delusional in the same way that like James Blunt and you're beautiful is delusional. <laughs> He's like, he this angel thought someone, we should yeah. be together. Yeah, he just saw someone, and he's like, whoa, is it destiny for us to fuck, or am I just literally just in my head? Because you, know, I think everybody does that. Somebody, like, even makes eye contact with you and maybe smiles. You're like, wait, is this it? Like, <laughs> is, this, is, this my, is this my meat cute? Yeah, it's like, is this happening right now, or am I just in my head because I'm walking down the street and nothing else is happening? Uh, I have determined... Generally, the latter. Yes. Yeah, it's typically the latter. Yeah. Um, in my experience. Mm-hmm. But that's but it. This guy's talking, the heat of the talking moment, about destiny. Know. He's still talking about them being together, right? Mm-hmm. As much as he's like I mean it's it's like love. Love what's the word I'm I'm looking for? love story narrative whether it is again like we said love or lust you know it's all part of this this narrative this kind of cliche narrative yeah um and they were they get called a power pop group which makes sense to me and that's the sort of thing that you'd sing about if you're a power pop group i think yeah generally even to bring in the idea of it possibly being in his head is like power pop plus right it's like oh there's a little bit of doubt in the narrator now we have a little bit of mystery here yeah because sometimes with your pop it's just like we are meant to be no questions asked fall in love let's go i think we're alone now <laughs> boom um and that's the chorus again my 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 sharona ooh my sharona ooh my sharona my sharona so there you go an adolescent love song, whether both members of the the narrative are adolescent or not. 
Yeah, that's kind of, I guess, the vibe you get from some of this music. Yeah. Kind of. I guess that's the other weird thing is, from a marketing perspective, that you're mar- generally marketing to younger adult teens and younger adults, right? Right. But you're getting like people in their mid twenties and thirties to create the music, so mm-hmm. it's kind of having to focus them or or get people who are focused on a certain age group. So does it does the marketing just just twist everything and turn it into I'm sorry. I I'm I'm getting off again. I, I need to, I need to, to get back on track. On I mean, you need to get back on track. Back on track. All right. Let's talk about the music. Let's talk about the music which uh, you want to talk about uh being inspired by adolescence is pretty much ripped from songs these guys heard in their youth but flipped slightly. <laughs> so the main riff that is basically an inversion of, uh, I think it's Gimme Some Lovin'. Yes, by the Spencer Davis group. Gimme Some Lovin'. Hey, I keep suggesting we do that song and then forgetting to hey. make a playlist. <laughs> well, time is ripe. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like if you listen to it, it is literally just like the reverse of this but like same like same beat pattern that bop, 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 but it's like instead of going up it goes down yeah okay so they just flip that and then the drums which uh drummer bruce gary claims to play a pivotal role in this being a pop success i mean it all plays a role into being a pop success yeah bruce fucking Calm down. I don't know. Your band. It's all the elements were there. One person needs to be horny for an underage woman. One person needs to flam on the drums. It's all there. Yeah. Boom. You're done. Yeah. It does have that flam, I guess. Now, generally, it follows the riff. Yes. Which is his fifths. Do we say it was fifths? It's fifths. You did now. Um. But yeah, he does the he does do that flam where it's kind of delayed, right? Because it's like two yes. hits that are not totally synced up. Which is one of the nice things about the music video. We talked a little bit about it off air, but. It's pretty boring, but you do get to see him flam if you watch. You that's know, true. Okay, that is, I mean, as, as much as I complain about music videos that are just them performing. Do I complain about that? In Sometimes. my head, I do. Anyway, um, it, it is good because you actually get to see them play. And you can be like, ah, that is an accordion. Yeah, assuming they're, they're playing truthfully. Because we've also true. seen ones where it's like an accordion, but a dude's ripping guitar to it. And you're like, hmm. True. Usually that's like as a joke, though, and it's obvious. Yeah, typically. But yeah, sometimes you can. There's also, oh, I, I saw someone talking about a music video, and it's from this like Australian punk band. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's like, I, I see you guys are doing low budget there. I, you, you definitely don't. You're not playing a crash cymbal. I, 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 I see you're playing something different in that video. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway. Anyway, yeah, just to jump back to those drums briefly, they're essentially the same drum beat as Going to a Go-Go, a song from Smokey Robinson and the Miracles from 1965. Okay, I didn't look up these other songs. Well, I did, and they're like, you don't need to hear yeah. much to hear that, the connection. The drums, you said? Yes, the drums. The drums are like the same as the, the riff. Listen, dog, I don't know what to tell you. You go listen to those Going to a Go-Go drums and you tell me. Uh, I yeah, I, guess I believe it. It's just there. Uh, there are lots of times where everything just follows the riff, you know. Yeah, oh, you're right. Because the drums are that bump, bump, bop, 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 bump, bump, which is apparently also a kind of surf stomp. Surf stomp. Yeah. Okay. I'm just reading this from Wikipedia here, Alex. I'm not a fucking music genius. Surf music. 
Yeah, I got a little bit of surf music from one of the later versions, actually. Okay. Yeah. So this, these guys are built. They've built this like late seventies power pop hit on the bones of sixties pop. True. Yeah, I mean that's what power pop love kind story, of is. Like kind of yeah, it hits the mark, right? Like it is yeah. emblematic of the genre. You have them eight years in the past. Yeah, and simple as shit. So it really is like drum establishes what is going to become the riff. Bass comes in. Sets up that riff again. Yeah. And then we get guitar on top of that. Very The most shocking thing about this song, Alex, is that it is five minutes long. No. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it is. It is long. And they make it longer. I think, you know, it's one of those conventions of the time thing. Mm -hmm. I think songs just tended to be longer. And I think one of the reasons for that is uh, the popularity of guitar solos. Yes. And there is a guitar solo in this. A pretty lengthy guitar solo. Yeah. Um, well, it's not that long, but you it's know, longer than you expect. But given it does make the, the song almost five minutes long. Yeah. Um, I think so. That's the kind of the part where the main riff drops out. It's not the mm-hmm. only time I don't think, but like it feels very different. It's one of the big moments. Yeah. Um, actually, there's a few. There's like the there's a bridge. Uh, yeah. That happens before the third verse. Yes. And that one feels, I mean, it feels different because they stopped doing the thing, sort of, but, but only, only a little bit. Like it does the, does some like smoother chords and then goes back into the bed, 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 and then yeah. some smoother chords. That can so even goes be back said of the chorus as well. Like nothing ever feels like it's fully stopped the, the riff, but it is like, just shifted enough off path because you hit that chorus and everything kind of picks up to this driving pace. But well, I think the bass is still hitting your notes as they rise up. Yeah. And then, yeah, you get the chords in that first bridge and then you get the guitar solo, which is like pre heavy metal shredding, shredding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like there's still like hard rock going on. I think that, yeah. Um, but it sounds pretty pop. Yeah, in a it's way, very, like the tone. Um, like it's it's yeah, it's poppy. It's like a party feel. Like yeah, the reason this was such a big like yeah. pop hit like is because it's all catchy as hell and and high energy. Yeah, and even I mean I'm getting a little bit of Beatles off the guitar tone in the in the bridge in particular. Oh yeah. Um, in <laughs> my opinion, and then there's a lower guitar there that's a little mm-hmm. more modern. And when I say modern, I mean for 1979. Yeah, I noted that it was like a because uh, it and the music video implies it as well. This is a call and response section between two of the guitars. So there's that lower guitar yeah, that and sense. then that sort of janglier guitar, that more Beatles styled guitar. Yeah. So there's there's some cool sections and the I mean I I felt the guitar solo the guitar solo feels quite a bit different. I think I already mentioned that, but yes. Um, it's kind of foreshadowed in the bridge. Yeah, kind the of. bridge okay. tells us we can we're kind of going to go somewhere yeah. and that Beatles style guitar is sort of the basis for how it's going to noodle through the solo. Yeah. A little different, but it's like it's a little yeah. taster. You're like, "Well, here we're going to warm you up for it." And yeah, that's what kind of maybe helps us transcend from just being a, a simple riff is that they do have this I think pretty good guitar solo tucked in the back. Yeah, I mean, some of the versions copied exactly, um, mm-hmm. but it it does uh, seem to work. I was trying to figure out, like, because the song has these sections, and he sort of, the the main 
part where he's singing and it has the riff and everything, it feels a lot more stuttery. Um, yeah. And, you know, he's doing the my Sharona. Yeah. Of course, when Sharona not really being his at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, feels more like nervous. And then once yes. he gets into the solo, it's kind of smoother. And I'm wondering if that's like his kind of fantasy section. Like that's him imagining the future or whatever with possibilities. Right. Um, and getting excited. And yeah, it's a guitar solo that's much smoother uh, and maybe even safer, you know, in some ways. I would say the 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 chord progression at that point feels very, like, standard. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty classic. Um, so that's, like, the, the relaxed, comfortable part where he's kind of stuck in his head. And the rest of it is him, like, kind of being nervous about something that's happening. Yeah. If you want to talk about narrative. That's fair, yeah. I think that's and yet getting because even the courses have that like that building up of he that never giving up such a dirty man and he's rising and then we fully let go with the the guitar solo. We're fully off the leash. Yeah, yeah, or even unleashed, you might say. I would never say such a thing. Good. Um, no, I might. I might. Um, what else happens in this song? Because, I mean, the guitar solo is most of the rest of the song. Yeah, it is. Um, but it goes back to the riff for a while, and then they kind of do, like, the outro chorus slash ad-libbing. Lots of My Sharona. Yeah. And that's kind of the hook. We didn't really call it a hook, but they're like, My Sharona. Rona. Yeah. And, well, like, point a bunch of lines. Like, that's kind of the rhyme, right? is a word and then Chuck Sharona on the end. Yeah, but the, at least the word before that, they, they tend to rhyme. Well, yeah, it's uh, emphasized, too. Yeah. So, it's when it's so just a matter of time, time Sharona. Sharona. My Sharona. Time, thighs, Sharona. Thighs, Sharona. All that. Kind. No, And that's, not really. if you ask most people what they know, that's what they know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I knew that bit. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that bit and like didn't even know where it came from. And I had this. I was like, Sharona, that's not a real name. I don't know. No, turns out that can't be right. But it was right. It is right. What did you think a Sharona was before you? (laughs) I just thought I had it wrong. Like you know when you you have a song and like you kind of fill in syllables. Right, you just fill it in, and you're like. Uh, and then <laughs> when the song comes on, you're singing along, you realize you're just speaking gibberish. Yeah. that It was that kind of situation. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people filled it in in the year 2020 with Corona. There was a yeah. pretty, like, countless My Corona parodies to the point, and this can expect to the guitar solo, but the bassist for the band released an instructional video on how to play the guitar solo. In 2020. To in be 2020. A- okay. Because he's like, listen here, everyone. No, he's, he's from LA. He's not yeah. British. <laughs> I tried to find the video. I couldn't, but apparently he was so done with people not getting it right that he's like, here's <laughs> how you did do it. did it wrong. Yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, My Corona. There's also a Weird Al version called My Bologna. My Bologna. That's Bologna. right. Bologna. Bologna. I thought you just said that baloney. Does he say it baloney in the song? No, he says... Bologna or Bologna? Um, well, I think it's like one of those Italian words, right? Yeah. Like Gabagool. <laughs> yeah. With a weird pronunciation. I don't know. Anyway, that That's what you exists. call an Italian-American ghost, Alex. A Gabagool. A Gabagool. <laughs> that, that person exists. 
But we are not talking about that. We're not talking today. about it beyond what that we did come out right now. in '79, though. Damn, really? He knocked that one out right off the yeah. Jeez. June first is when the song came out, and December twenty fifth for Christmas. Damn, my Bologna. Like the original Run the Jewels Christmas album drop was Weird Al back when he was probably just regular Al. It's a long time ago. I didn't realize he was active in the 70s, honestly. Nor did I. But I guess I'll have to watch that movie and learn totally real facts about his life. Oh, yeah. Weird. The Weird Al story. The yeah. Al Yankovic story. Um, back to this, though. Very definite end on this. We get a final My Sharona and we're out. We're done. We're finished. The song is over. Yeah. But what's just starting? Covers of this song. Covers of this song. Because we already covered the music video. It's a white room. They play the instruments. Oh, yeah. We did talk about the music video. They play instruments in a white room. And they, like, freeze frame at the end. Yeah. But it's not, like, really a good freeze frame. It's a bad freeze frame. I'm not sure what they cut out in the video, actually. Because the video is just over four minutes. I didn't oh, yeah. watch it closely enough to know what that version cuts it. Probably just uh, shorten the the outro, maybe after the solo, because it looks like the whole solo's in there. Yeah, they could they could have done that easily. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, what their happens. freeze frames around like three thirty five are like jarring. Oh, I didn't even see those like, ones. No, you got to see those. Those are the ones that I was talking about, man. Bigger. Oh yeah, it does look like it's just skipping. He's like yeah. kind of air humping his yeah, he's mic doing stand. A little bit of, like like. If you pelvic thrust without the pelvis, just the arms. That's what yeah. he's doing. <laughs> that's what's happening. That's why it looks so weird. Yeah. I guess it's dancing on stage because they're kind of a power pop slash new wave group. So you got to yeah. do that. I mean, not that people don't do that anymore or anything. Or didn't do it PPNW, before, as they call it. PPNW. Power Pacific Northwest. We're going to power on, Alex, to talk about a group we've talked about before. The Poly Six in 2002. Yeah, what song did we talk about them for? Uh, Mr. Roboto. Ah, yes. Okay, it was. Was it just a music video, or I mean, was Um, it just on? Yeah, we um, couldn't find. Yeah, it was just on YouTube. Yeah, it was on YouTube. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. They're named after the Korg Poly 6 synthesizer. They're a Technicolor Pogo Punk band um, inspired by Devo and the Tubes, as well as P-Model and Yellow Magic Orchestra. I believe we've talked about Yellow Magic Orchestra as well. If not, the name is familiar to me for some reason. I don't remember. Um, That's who we're talking about today. No fun music video this time around, but what we do have is fun music. Yeah, I guess it's similar style because they were using like vocoders and stuff in the other one. There's yes, vocoders and stuff in this usage. one. Um, and it's a lot of uh, synthesizers, as perhaps yes. uh, expected. Start with that drum machine, tick, 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 kind of galloping. It's a very fast version. Yes, this one is like like the, the childhood ver- ideal of a sugar rush <laughs> put into My Sharona. So you start yeah. out with that, that kind of like ticking, that kind of driving, uh, like running drums. <laughs> And then just this very, like, dense electronic section. And honestly, it sounds like someone just, like, went to town on a synth and a a, uh, sequencer. Yes. And just started, like, looping stuff. Like, honestly, it's the sort of thing that if I was 
messing around with a sequencer, I would eventually stumble upon it and be like, I guess I'm not really cut out for this. It's <laughs> um, like, oh, I fucked up. No. But like, they make it work. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like very busy. It is very busy. And yeah, so you start out with that kind of like weird one, almost like a, I don't know, it's like, I couldn't even describe what that noise is. And then um, you get the, the low fart bass synth yeah like the kind of bouncy sounds yeah yeah um yeah and that really low it's like a electronic kind of tuba sound yeah or yeah or fart or whatever or fart but I like typically go for fart um and yeah just like some very like weird sounds yeah and there's still the guitar in this too yep so we kind of yep, open with a guitar solo that comes in yeah, just like a little solo. It's kind of, I mean, looking at their video, which is just like that, mostly just them performing in various mm-hmm. places. They do have like some guitar players and they look like a pretty normal rock band, but they also right. have just like a bunch of synthesizers. Okay. I also have like things covering their faces because yeah, electronic that. music. Of course. <laughs> you know how it is. You have to. So then we get, like, all of that intro comes to a break, and then we get the da na 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 now and then we hit the main synth riff doing that boo boo doo 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 Yes! Into the actual riff, after, like, a minute. But they go mm-hmm. fast enough, the song is still, like, 320, even with all that intro. That's right. Um, but then, I mean, there's even more synths and stuff now. Like, they're doing the riff and the drum, like, they do that drum fill into the riff, yep. and then, like... That tube is still around. They got that like digital beeping stuff going on. Um, just all kinds of synthesizers, more guitar. Yeah, lots and lots of stuff going on. And then the vocoder vocals. That's right. Yeah. Although they kind of make it sound like there's multiple vocalists, and maybe there are. Um, or maybe yeah, there it's just are an like effect on the vocoder, two distinct but, yeah. vocode voices, which is kind of cool. Or a high one and a low one. I, it's hard to tell with vocoders, but. Yeah, because there's like the one that does the title lines versus the one that does everything else. Yeah, the rest. Yeah, they sound different. And I don't know how much like just being two different people makes the vocoder sound different. I guess it would some. Yeah, I guess. It's got to code your vo. It codes your vo, and we all got different vo's. But yeah, they're really cooking. They're really cooking. Um, they do these like breakdown things where they'll stop for a couple of seconds, and go my 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 my, you know. Yeah, we get a like, a like instrumentation drop and really focus on those. those and that happens vocals. like a couple times in like pretty close together. Like I was time stamping them, and I realized there's just like too many. I was like, yeah, one forty six, one fifty two, one fifty seven, two o two, and it's like this is just happening every couple of seconds. <laughs> happening. Sorry. Gotta enunciate. Yeah. Um, it was like built for this. They really capture that like energy of the original and just It's definitely it got energy. Up. Yeah. It's very like it's energetic. It's hot. Like I if I yeah, I wish it's I hadn't like, started speaking now. It I remember their music video for Mr. Roboto being this kind of like over the top, like uh like giant, giant robot, robot fight. Like live action yeah. kind of like Japanese cart not cartoon, obviously live action, Japanese like serial tv production yeah and this fits in with that vibe as well i think where it's just like it's just non-stop like stimulus yeah 
It's just a lot of sounds happening. Yeah, me I'm a here lot for of it, the man. time. And it's got some, yeah, kind of weird. There's a synth solo, pretty neat. Uh, it's fast and like kind of smoothed out. Yeah, buddy. But yeah, it's very hectic. Lots of sequencing, lots of synthesizers, many synthy synths. They sound like synthesizers. They sound like bleeps and bloops, and one yeah, of them sounds like, like a that, tuba. Like, arpeggiated synth Forest solo part. comes in. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, there's a good combination of of different synth sounds, and it's, yeah, it's wild. Check it out. Yeah, it's over like it's too much synth done right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And we end with them going like wow 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 wow. They do do that at the end. They do that. So it, there's that there's a bit of that punk energy, a bit of that Technicolor energy, and definitely some pogos involved. There's some po yeah Technicolor pogo punk. That's what it is. Um, it's all freak bands this week for the most part, though. For the most part, except with like maybe one or two, one like maybe one exception, but uh, it's all like yeah, like little weirdos and goons getting together. The next group is the <laughs> Leningrad Cowboys. Leningrad in Cowboys. <laughs> Also, Finnish mostly rock Europeans. Yeah, we got a Finnish rock band. Yeah, I mean, it was popular in a lot of places. This was like an yeah, international hit. Truly right? an international hit. Uh, Leningrad Cowboys. I don't know too much about them other than that they're a Finnish rock band and they wear they have wild hair. Yeah, so they, they typically wear pompadours and they also typically like do shows with some Russian military outfit, like a oh, military band right. or something. Yeah. Military band. The band was conceived as a joke. Um, I'm not fully aware of what the joke is i think it's something to do with like the dying of soviet union it's one of those jokes where you have to be oh literally the red army choir they do shows with yeah like <laughs> like you know those guys yeah like those guys exist, so yeah. they're real weirdos and what we get here is something that rides the line between like industrial rock and uh that sort of 80s heavy metal we talked about on i put a spell on you with um uh, what's a Tim Capello, the sax guy? Yeah, there's a bit of that, but yeah, it definitely has that industrial. I guess uh, what's the what's the word? Brutalist, perhaps style. Yeah. <laughs> Even though that's not really music, that's architecture. Sure, yeah, but, but I, they, I they have Leningrad in their name, so I just there is like there. a coldness to this that I think could yeah. also be associated with brutalist. I, I think it's I think it's a neat version though, and part of that coldness probably comes from like the chimey sounds. Yeah, I mean, that ambiance synth, yeah. like right off the bat, it's very icy. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, because it starts out kind of like slow and then you go, the, boom, boom, but it's very yeah. like echoey. That's the kind of industrial feel. Yeah. And even when the vocals come in, they're kind of low. They're a bit like through a, like a radio box kind of thing for that industrial vibe. Oh, my little pretty one. Pretty one. Yeah. It, at first. And then it, like, the build of this song is very much going from that to like big and like heavy. Yeah, to that guitars. big, like, 80s hard rock feel in the, the choruses. But there's a few steps. And, and mm-hmm. we're, we're on the first step right now. And in the first step, one thing they do in the first verse, which I thought was cool, is they don't sing at all the, like, My Sharona my Sharonas. lines, or are they all My Sharonas? I gotta double check now. My like, Sharona. he doesn't, time and line, right? Time Sharona, yeah. line Sharona, neither one of those, those get skipped. Yes. Um, 
And then, like, later on, they get heavily emphasized. But right now, he's, like, growling and whispery. Yeah, so we set up this weird ambiance. They really emphasize, and I mean, it's 2006, so it's a more modern, but kind of the grossness of this song and its mm-hmm. origins, where it's, like, a 25-year-old lusting after a 17-year-old. Yeah, like, he's a little more greasy. He's a little greasier, and I think it's that's a good take. Probably a good move, especially in, you know, modern times. Yeah. Um, and not emphasizing those Sharonas really makes that chorus punch a little harder. She's like, oh shit, now he's he's doing his hard rock vocals. We can actually hear him a little clearer now. And we're doing the hard rock build. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, the Poly Six version went wild all the whole time. Nonstop. Uh, the knack was up there, though, you know, it didn't have really much of a build in the mm-hmm. original one. Um, except between, you know, the verse and the chorus. But once we got to yeah. the chorus, it was like big. And this one is like even that part, like we're we're going, we're building uh through the verse. Sizz. Uh That's and right. then there's backup vocals that come in, in in that chorus. That's Once right. You get to that heavy distorted guitars. Um but what happens for the rest of the build? Guitar the rest of the build because there's three verses. <laughs> yes. Uh first one we already said. The second one, um it's very similar, but they yes. add those lines in. Right, the Sharonas. Yeah. And then in the third verse, it's just like, go wild. Yeah, and a little more... Uh, like, it has some up and down, though, but it starts Yeah, some higher. up and down, yeah. And there, yeah, there's like a more chaotic, I guess, sort of bass noise level in those verses. A little clangier in there. But yeah, we get the, the My Sharona drop in the second verse and the inclusion of those drums, which start just kind of rolling. So I was just looking for it. Sure, that's like 108. Okay. They've also, there's also some like, because cause they do have up and down. Sometimes when they go from up to down, they get the like, kind of yeah. sound, like power down or like descending airplane. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, powering down machine, descending airplane, definitely a, a yeah. high to low. Yeah. But it's definitely, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot uh, heavier. It's heavier, yeah, and even like the backing vocals, which we kind of brushed over, are the are female backing vocals, very much in the style of like hard rock or even like meatloaf kind of like power backing vocals. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, there's a lot of strong vocals in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little more maybe theatrical. There's weird also thing. yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was going to bring up the guitar solo. Me too. Oh, it's weird. Yeah, because he scats with it. Okay, I call. I was. Yeah, he does. Um, kind of. I, I kind of sound like a yodel, like almost to me. Something, but he is singing the notes of the guitar solo yeah. with the guitar solo, which yeah, is he strange. Along with the guitar. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, which at times feels like he's yodeling when it goes like higher, in particular. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of a funny sound. It's a little weird to do. It was unexpected. Yeah. But I guess he just really liked the solo. Yeah, it's, that's why I sing along to solo know. sometimes. Just typically I'm not recording a solo at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering if, I mean, obviously, if, like, you have to have a set solo. Like, you can't improvise it every time if you're going to do mm-hmm. that, right? So, I don't really have anything else to say about that, but that's just that's a comment. Fair. Um, ha. sorry, I wrote dong by accident. It's very funny. You wrote dong? That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, 
I don't even know what they were trying to say. Sing, maybe? Song or sing, yeah. yeah. I think sing, because it's... Okay, so right at the end, yeah, there's... It's very intense. Or incense? Wow, I got lots of uh, typos here. Come on, Alex. Uh, (laughs) They go, like, just, like, full throttle, you know? I guess they're drinking gasoline in the the, um, album art, so maybe that's Oh, of course. Um... And then there's the back of vocals uh, doing like uh, uh, some lines. Come a little closer. You make my rotor run. All that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, very intense version. Yeah, very intense. We get that build at the end there. It's a lot of drum slamming, a lot of backing vocals, and of course, end on the title line. Very definite. Ah, Sharona. Mm, done. Get out of here. You finished. Yeah, good stuff, Alex. Yeah. Um, Stick it in Germany, we're moving on to the year also 2006 uh, to talk about Skaos or Skos. Or Skaus. Skaus. Yeah. Um, German ska band. Ska and chaos, of course. Yeah, German ska band formed in 1982 in Krumbach. Krumbach, maybe. Krumbach. Krumbach. Um, Krumbach. I don't know how um, to say So if you've ever heard ska before, it sounds like this. It sounds kind of like this. They have some good sounds. Yeah, so they're, they're skank, and even their intro, I think, is done on an organ. Yeah, or possibly, I mean, organ EP. Like an organ-based like synth, like something, yeah. Something yeah. organ-esque. Organelle. Just kidding. Um, Organ W, because it's a win, baby. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> but there's some, good, there's, some, there's some good sounds, like I said. I really like the guitar. Um, obviously, they kind of do the song, but with a skank. Yeah, and with brass. Yes, and with brass. And like because the song's kind of choppy, that, that skank actually fits in quite nicely uh, to the choppiness of it. And then the horn stings fit really well into the hook in particular and kind of the rest of the song too. So like, yeah, yeah it makes sense. And they do their own kind of like, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up style vocalization. <laughs> they like, do, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. Which itself fits in with the like choppy nature of the, of the vocals. Yeah, and to their credit, like they do what we expect of like ska punk. And then they really bring it back to like trad ska because in the back half they do like some toasting. There's like a vocal improvisation section. Yeah. And I don't know what he said. I you know I tried to catch something about a skinny girl and something yeah, about it being um, a matter of time. He says come a lot. He says say come a lot. He says um something about a tree? A bomba tree or a bamboo tree? <laughs> Man, I don't know. Um, yeah, you get good little organ riffs when they're doing the my shades. Oh, yeah, little interlude bit. Yeah. That's kind of, yeah, lots of organ featured there. Um, so it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so they do enough that it, it veers off the path of just like a genre slip where it's like, oh, it's horns instead of guitar. They do add their own flair to it, and that's, yeah. uh, you know, I think that's good. I think not quite as exciting as the past two versions we've talked about. But they've been pretty out there. Yeah, they've been pretty out there. So this one, and this one even yeah. still, like that that toasting section is like... Yeah. And I like the guitar tone. Yeah. Very rounded. Mm-hmm. I think the, the organ's good, too. The bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Even just doing that, like... Yeah. So, I solid well version together. overall. And also, like, good genre conversion. Yeah. And yeah, that 
so about like two minutes in, you get that like two. Yeah, it goes into kind of like a solo and then a toast. Yeah. And it's like, these guys are German? Yeah, they're definitely doing a Jamaican accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, possible they got a Jamaican person to do that. It's possible they're even doing like an American version of a Jamaican accent. Like we're That's getting true. Double filter on That's here. true. There could be layers to this. I don't know. Anyway, this one's a lot of fun. Um, don't yeah, know. It's a little chaotic. Yeah. It's chaotic, yeah. <laughs> Not like Poly 6, but. No. But chat takes you places. Anything else to say about it, Alex? No, not really. Less chaotic, but no less weird is Erica Stuckey in 2011. Yeah, I just had to put this one on. Oh, my little pretty one, pretty one. When you gonna give me some time, Sharona? Ooh, you make my motor run, my motor run. Coming on and off at the line, Sharona. Never gonna stop, give it. Man, I don't know why. So, yeah, this, it's, no, it's compelling in yeah, its. Yeah, it is. Um, so this is Swiss now. We've moved from Germany yes. to to Switzerland. Switzerland. Uh, uh, she's a singer, composer, and accordionist. Yeah, like multi instrumentalist, but kind of notably accordion player. Yes. Um, and describing it generally, I don't think is very difficult because I could tell you no. what happens in this version by saying, "Hit me with." She it. sings it, and also there's like a tuba or a baritone or something that plays the music and just goes like the whole time yeah and that and it's live and like that's it on the surface on the surface so it's that is it um she also since this is live we do hear the audience and it seems like she sets up audience interaction sections like sometimes she does that mm-hmm. kind of thing, like a, a musician would do, where they repeat like a rhythm or a vocal pattern, and they're like, "Now you," and they repeat some of the vocalizations she does. It's very brief. I didn't timestamp it because I'm bad at my job. Yeah, I, I know the thing I noticed. I, I didn't notice mm-hmm. that, um, but like there's a bit where she says something in German. I think yes, German. Uh, she and they'll laugh. That makes sense. And they laugh. Yeah. So it's like, she tell a joke. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. And then I guess she does some German singing near the end as well. I was like, I don't know what they what language they speak. Yeah, she says I I heard my Geronimo. Okay. Like which I guess is a name. That yeah. Um and then plays a bit of another song entirely. But I couldn't put my finger on the song. No, me neither. And it sounds familiar, but I'm like, I'm not I'm not there this week, man. Yeah, I uh, I hear you. There's like... So ultimately, this carries the feeling of like... Feeling... If I had heard this in a concert hall, I'd be like, I am not in Canada anymore. I'm in a strange place <laughs> with strange <laughs> customs. Like, but I am out of my depth. It would be fun to see. Um, yes. I think this would be a lot of fun to see live. Uh, but, although it would help if you could understand her, her German jokes. Um, oh, the other the thing Germanity. that's kind of nice about yes. this one is this is some of the like least processed vocals I think we've listened to. Yeah, like hyper clean vocals. Yeah. So I can appreciate that. Just sounds yeah, like she's, she's she singing. sings well. Yeah, 
She does, yeah, real good. So yeah, that you can really appreciate the the space because you hear the the, that, and you hear her vocals and the tuba or whatever it is, and that's it. So I dig it on on one level, but at the same time, there is another part of it where it's like it is just her and a tuba, her and a tuba, which is. Fine, I guess. I, I wouldn't necessarily, from the description, think that that would be, but um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's, yeah, what, what a piece. Um, but we're moving on. We're out of Switzerland. We're taking a, a jet over to Italy to talk yeah. about Popic and Walter Ritchie in 2014. Yeah, Papik, Roman guy. Um, yes. Plays jazz influence pop, bossa nova soul. Yes, Probably some yes. other things. That's so Papik is actually the name of like the music project. And oh, I thought it was just one person though. No, I, yeah, and it is just one person as they okay. often are. And his name is uh, Nerio Poggi, or oh, it's P O G G I, Poggi. I don't fucking know. I'm not. It's two Italian. G's, man. They could be pronounced differently. I hope not. And he, they, Popic is his nickname, which he used for his project, which was given to him from his mother because she. It was there was a character in an Italian film who had that name and looked like him, and that's the story of that. And that's the story of Popic. And Walter Ritchie, I couldn't find anything on. I assume he's just an Italian singer. Uh, yeah, he has bet. like. Well, he's like he has a band. Right, so like it's called his name. Uh, he's from Naples. Mm, Napoli. And yeah, and like I'm pretty sure this it's like Popic and then Walter Ritchie plus band. Okay, kind of thing. That makes that's sense. My impression because this that's is why pretty full for for just being two dudes. That would yeah. explain the the band. Yeah, uh, that's my understanding. But I kind of that's had a good to understanding. Piece that together from what? Where did I learn about Popic? Oh, just a blurb on Discogs. Oh, no, wait. I'm looking at the wrong one. Walter Ritchie. I don't know. I just looked where he was from. That's all I saw. Okay, perfect. And it says something about his group somewhere. Anyway, let's not worry about it too much. I'm not. Um, not worried about it They're both Italian all. guys. But what's going on in this one? Well, this one's quite different, actually. Yeah. It's this like version a... doesn't have the riff. No. Um, which is notable. But it has a lot of other stuff. In particular, like, pretty prominent organ playing that made me think of The Doors. Yeah, I could see that. Um, it's a little Manzarek. And it's just kind of like rhythm organ that I'm thinking about. Yeah, um, and it has a yeah. riff to it that feels classic. Like, it feels like a, a staple that... Yeah, I feel like I could hear that in a, in a Doors song for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also got, like, a little lick going on the... That it plays, which, yeah. I don't know, it made me think of, like, love potion number nine, like, nine the drop oh, yeah. down and then, like, come back up at the end. Um, it also sounds a yeah. bit like a sort of inversion of the zombie song. And if she says, uh, tell her no. Tell her no, 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 no. Um, could keep saying no for a long time. No. 
You no, won't. <laughs> I will not. But I will not. Um, but what else? So that's some things. That's some specific things about this version. So yeah, we dive um, in on that guitar riff. That. The sound, it's kind of, it reminded me of, like, Garou. Like, it's, like, modern, loungy, kind of big band slash pop. Yeah, big band. Jazz. A little bit of jazz in there. It reminds yeah. me of, like, in a movie when it's, like, welcome to the big city, kid. And then, like, you see how big and bustling fucking New York is or whatever. Honestly, the album artwork could be the poster for that movie that film yeah with the, the yeah. sounds for the open road and it's just like a shot of a side of a car from very from right next to it mm-hmm. um yeah man yeah uh so very italian like, vocals um lots of horns and stuff lots which kind of gives it that big band sound yes um and then there's a guitar okay the guitar is cool too and like I said, the riff kind of, I don't know. This is one made me think surf rock, but it doesn't really sound like surf rock. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I would lean more towards like jazz before, or like even funk before surf rock. I don't know why I was thinking that, but there's something about the riff. It might be that organ riff, that organ riff. and Maybe the it's organ just itself. the organ, because organ is pretty prominent in surf mm-hmm. rock. Yeah, maybe that's it. Um, and you combine it with that guitar, that bo no 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 no. That's I got a bit of surf in there too, a touch, not fully, but with the two together, uh, yeah, I could see. I feel like there's something there. I could see and feel some surf rock in there. But, anyway. but I think those horns pull us pretty far from there. Yeah, the horns are definitely a different sound. But yeah, yeah, it's it's uh definitely one of these more modern sounding ones. Um. And I feel like a lot of times I say that, and I just mean, like, not lo-fi. Yeah, it sounds produced. But it is not lo-fi. Um, upbeat, lounge, jazz, big band thing. And uh, with uh, it's a little Dorsey, it's a little maybe even surf rocky, uh, depending on who you listen to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and both, yeah. Those were both statements <laughs> by both, you. <laughs> both things I'm, yeah, if you listen to me. <laughs> if you listen to me, or you might listen to me and think of it this way. Hmm. Hmm, okay, yes. Alex. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hmm. Um, <laughs> and that's that's this version, man. Yeah, you get yeah, like the, the female backing vocals, like backing element. It has yeah, modern, but also like throwback vibes to it. <laughs> I guess anytime you're like a bit jazzy, a bit big band, yeah, jazzy big band energy. We're just literally throwback. throwing genres at this. Like it's a bit of a genre, genre, this, genre, genre. Yeah, I mean, like, they play the organ sometimes, they play the horns mm-hmm. sometimes. It's like organ rhythm and also horns rhythm. It's a lot of that with him singing, and they set it yeah. up, basically. And you got, like, the and horns do some of those sustains and like in sections where it's like, wow, wow. Like, there's a, there's a bit of cinematic touch in there as well. It's a bit scorecore as well, you could oh, say. A little scorecore, a little, a little uh, horn in solo here. in the middle. It's a little bit of this, it's a little bit of a that. A little bit of that. It's got a little bit of everything for everyone. Yeah. Um. That said, I do feel like we're completely divorced from the horniness of the original. Yeah, it doesn't feel very horny, does it? No. Except even though it has all these horns. horns. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Alex. Let's go from from produced to completely lo-fi and also unabashedly horny Caspum Cult in 2020. 
Yeah. These guys are apparently from St. John's, Newfoundland. That's right. They call themselves rock and rollers from Newfoundland. I don't know where they're finding that in 2020. <laughs> hey! Oh. It's Newfoundland. It's a part the of Canada. People look it, it up. Time ago. Um, so these Newfies, they're all about Yeah, they've redone things. the lyrics. They've redone the lyrics. To make um, it even hornier. Yeah, it gives me a boner, is what, what he says at the start there. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna come, gonna come, oh my Sharona. Yeah, it's all about the come. What a pretty woman. I mean, there's a line, she's blowing me, come will explode from your eyes, Sharona. Sharona, yeah. Gets a little uh, aggressive. The yeah. screams. Hit this one I was listening to cry, at work and like people kept walking by and I was like, I gotta make sure this is not so loud that it's coming out the earphones. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. And it was only a minute and a half, this version. Yeah, I'm like, it's quick. The longest really, minute and a half of my life. <laughs> like, obviously, no um, solo. You know, they just get it. They, they get in, they do the riff, they change up the lyrics. Yeah. And she like come out of out. her eyes and they're out. Yeah, I mean that's the album artwork too. Oh, is that what it's looking supposed up to be? And there's like liquid shooting out of their eyes. Oh my god, yeah, that's jizz coming out of their eyes. Yeah, which is not exactly the imagery from the song, but whatever. Yeah, gnarly. These dudes are gnarly. Um, yeah, heavy lo-fi vibes on this. Um, stay with me until I die. I'm gonna fuck her every single night. Also, I was writing these down, so I'm like, please, nobody look at my phone and yeah. see that I'm just I, <laughs> writing filth. Fortunately, the lyrics are available on Bandcamp. Oh, good. Yeah. I didn't think they would be. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to find this online. <laughs> you can also buy the digital track for $1 Canadian. Hey, shout out to Canadian bands. Shout out to these guys. Shout out to Canadian dollars. Um, I think this would be fun to see live. Yeah, punk group. When you're out there in St. John's, crushing whatever beer they like in St. John's, Corona. I have no idea. Um, yeah, Alex, you sure. don't know what kind of beers they like in places. Well, what Very kind strange. of beers they like in the on the coast? On the coast, the East Coast, uh, Eco, as we call it. Eco. Um. Yeah. No, this is 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 dirty, grungy, lo-fi, aggressively sexual. Yeah, question about yes. layers. How, do you think there's a, a, a layer of satire about about the like overtly sexual and aggressive nature of the song? Yeah, I think it's a pretty classic punk move to, and I think it's mirrored in their playing and maybe even, I, I haven't listened to all their songs, so I don't know if the lo-fi production is a staple. Right. But I think they are making fun of the original for being pretty blatantly for the era being like oh, i'm gonna it's running down my thigh sharona i'm so horny sharona They're like well let's just take out the layer of like woo and and just be as crude as possible state, with it yes like it's all yeah i'm only interested in ejaculation yeah it's just like i want to fuck oh my and god violence i guess he does yeah. say i'm gonna kill her gonna kill her gonna die yeah you're gonna die 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 woo woo is yeah are they geniuses for doing is it genius satire i'm not sure alex but it is i think in line with what they are as a band yeah i didn't think they were seriously gonna come until it shot out of her eyeballs i don't think that should be taken at face value i'll say that's a lot of volume 
That is a lot of volume. Volume. Yeah. Um. So yeah, pretty explicit version. Yeah, that's uh, your Dirty Boys from Newfoundland. Now we're moving on to Soraya in 2022. This is a band that Joan Jett likes. Apparently. They, they like the Joan Jett comparison for sure. They do. They call themselves spiritual descendants to Patti Smith and Joan Jett. Uh, they're a Philadelphia-based band. So yeah, you'll notice that the singing on this sounds like it's Miley Cyrus. <laughs> little reference to the Heart of Glass cover. A little, little fun for you folks out there. Yeah. Just, um, uh, yeah check out that other episode we did. This is something. like shockingly the most plain version of this. This is a yeah, compared to especially all the other ones, but I just feel like generally speaking it's like yeah, this is like a hard rock version. This is a hard rock updated version like um, we follow to the structure pretty close, even the guitar solo themselves are pretty close, everything hugs pretty tight. Yeah. But now we got Joan Jett styled vocals. Yeah, and like the elements are perfectly fine like they all yeah. work it's just now that we've listened to all these other wacky versions it feels like yeah we're just doing a hard rock version so it's it's decent but it's not like the most interesting thing um there's some more organ more organ that's cool um the other thing they have is what i think might be a reference to poly six and that is uh like a bleepy bloopy digital um synthesizer that oh yeah running in the verses there it doesn't play that much but it's similar to one that's in poly six not that it's the most unique synthesizer but it might be a reference could be a reference could also just be a reference to that kind of late 70s early 80s era where we're seeing that shift to synth like that's a bit of that and there is a like a vocoded bit too there oh i missed that around 45 go to like 45 oh early on yeah how did i miss that Man, don't answer that. I won't answer it. Just 45 seconds in? Yeah, and it's... So it might just be the the synth, but it goes... And it has like a slightly vocoded quality to it. It might not actually be a vocoder. I'm sorry, Alex. Probably comes up again. They say My Sharona quite a few times in the song. Can't find it. Okay, so he goes... So you're at 45 seconds? Yeah. It literally starts at 46 there. It's that da, 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 da. It's the it's a synth, but it like it has a vocoder quality. Okay. You don't hear it? No, I don't hear it. You but sometimes I don't hear things in the moment and then afterwards like, "Oh, how did I miss that?" you know? Okay. Well, I'll uh, I'll let it slide, Alex, but I think you're deaf. Possible. Um. Yeah. Crunchy guitar on this. Uh. We got hand claps on the chorus. I thought that was a good touch. A good party yeah, rock touch. Hand claps. What? Hand claps. Yeah. There's hand claps on the chorus. Okay. <laughs> you, you doing a deaf bit? Yeah. It didn't really work though. Oh god. Because <laughs> now I actually believe you're deaf, so it's just like concerning. What? I gotta stop okay, shouting. Thanks. Um. Yeah, which I know I'm doing because later. I'm not deaf. Because you are deaf. Oh. Um, claps okay. on the that chorus are good, sense. Alex. We get a nice organ solo. Did you like that organ solo? Alex, did you like the organ solo? What? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. He does a solo. Um, it's fine. Yeah. I like organ solos generally. Me too. Conceptually? This one? No I'm exception. I'm organ solos. 
yeah i just feel like overall i don't know I, it was it was a little underwhelming after 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 everything. all we've been through to get to this point yeah Although I did kind of like at the end, she says, oh, now dig this. Now dig and, this. And then they do like the original solo, basically. Yeah. But, so I guess this one, like it has attitude. Yeah. Right? Which is cool. I can get behind that. Um, it's truthfully not a bad version. It is no, just. No, not at all. Like it kind of just pales in comparison to some of these other versions yeah. we talked about. It's like they don't do like that much with it. Mm-hmm. Um. And it seems like there's a lot you can do with it. There is. There's a ton. So we're gonna figure out who now did the most, the that. least, yeah. and the weirdest. Of course, in our uh, final verdicts, we got three categories today: the worst version, the best version, and of course, the horniest version. The horniest version. <laughs> horniest version, Alex. What's the worst version of this? What is the worst Why? version of this? Oh, I'll give it to Soraya. I, I didn't think any of them were really bad. I kind of liked all these. You know? But that's the one I'm like, yeah, I don't care that much about it. Yeah. I wouldn't want to need to revisit it. That's fair. You know? It's not, it's not the most exciting reason, but it's not the most exciting version either. No, it certainly isn't. Um, I think I'll have to agree with you there. Because everything else is like, like tonally fits with how, like even the song itself is weird, even though it is just like a pop rock song. It's like, it's kind of weird. It's a, it's a sketchy song. It's it's strange that we're all like, no, oh, yeah, my Sharona. It's a song about lusting after 17-year-olds. Yeah. Who also feature on the single cover for this, the single release. Yeah, who I hope was not 17 when they took that picture. I th- Well, it was released in 1979, so they met in 77 when she was 17, so oh, she okay. should be 18 or 19 oh, right. by that point. Well, that's better. Because she's also holding a cover of the album, so they would have had to have the Get the Knack album cover set before True. they release that single. So you're looking at an 18, 19 year old there. Well, that's better. That's it's better. All right, Alex, we got to get off that topic. Yeah, Soraya, worst version. <laughs> Forget about it. Alex, what's the best yeah. version of this? What is the best? Oh, man. I liked a few of them. I did. Which one did I like the most, though? I think I liked Poly 6 the most. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah, but uh, it's just it's just wild. It's a very wild version. Lots of good synthesizer sounds and just like weird stuff going on. Probably yeah. six. I dig it. Absolutely. Great choice. Um, I'm going to give it to the Leningrad Cowboys. I thought the, the, the hard rock really worked there. The industrial elements were really cool. Um, and yeah, it brought some of that greasiness in to, to give us a more modern take on this on this adolescent love song. I thought that was good. So yeah, Leningrad Cowboys, the best. Yeah. Alex, who's the horniest? <sighs> Man. Who you send into horny jail? Something about ska, man. Something about just, ska. Just feels like it's made by a bunch of horny bastards. Now, are you using that because you think ska people are horny or just that there's a lot of brass? Is there a difference? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, there is. Please, please give details. Um, no, I was just making a joke. I don't know, man. You're making a horn I don't joke. Have to back it up with. No, that's good. Um, <laughs> I, if you're gonna, I thought you were gonna take maybe Erica Stuckey for just the big tuba. For just the big tuba. Well, I mean, that is like in terms of concentration, probably the most brass of any version. Yes. Um, 
But no, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to Skaos for being chaotic and scorny. Team Skaotics. All right. And scorny. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. horny. Yeah. Well, Alex, I'm gonna give it to Caspum Cult, who directly refers to boners and jizz and death and cum shooting from people's eyes. That's a lot. That's very horny. That's that kind of uncomfortable horny that I would yeah, believe and an came from a fourteen year old. A disturbed fourteen year old. Yes. So most fourteen-year-olds in my right teenagers. Hey, What's take wrong that, fourteen-year-olds! Fucking got them. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's punching up. Fourteen-year-olds are very powerful in our society. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that does it for our final verdicts, though. If you got a similar opinion, different opinion, you want to talk about a version we didn't talk about, of which there are many. Hit us up on Twitter, hashtag CoveringBePod, at Jake the Cressy, at some Alex Wise Guy. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, suggestions for future episodes. We're listening. We listen to you guys. We're out there. Be sure to rate and review us. We're on Spotify, where I think we're still at a 3.8, probably, because nobody reviews us. Give us a fucking, get us to above four, or at four, and then send us a nasty email. We'll read them on air, I promise you. Um, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcasting app. Tell your friends about us. We don't have a marketing budget. That's what happens when you only have 3.8 stars on Spotify is you don't have a marketing budget. So you guys got to do that work for us. Do some legwork. Get your friends to do the legwork for you. Now you're in a multi-level marketing scheme. Boom. Is that a good thing? Probably success. not. They can't <laughs> so touch us. This is what success tastes like, baby. Uh, you can email us, covermepod at gmail.com. Did I say that already? Because you can do that. Let's take advantage of that. Uh, and that does it, really, for today's episode. As we always say on Cover Me, I always get it up for the sound of Cover Me Pod.